Nestled in the halls of Cal College, next to the Fireside Lounge and Coffee Shop, is UCSC's first ever exhibition space, the Eloise Picard Smith Gallery. Established in 1966 and named after the wife of Cal's founding provost, the gallery has celebrated, quote, the capacity of the visual arts to enliven and expand the horizons of inquiry for over 50 years. In this episode, I sit down with gallery manager Tana Colson and her student assistant, Japlene, to discuss Smith Gallery's current exhibition, Seek Art in America, the Capony Collection, on display until March 5th. The exhibit is a look at Sikh people, Sikh religion, Sikh ethos, what Sikhism is um, through art. There's a collection here of our ancient art. They're called miniatures. They're exquisite. They're usually done with opaque watercolors. There's uh, bulkaris, which are the really large pieces you saw uh, that are woven on fabric. There's cotton fabric and, and the fancy, beautiful one out there is done in all silk. And they use these for special occasions and some of them they use for everyday work. The really beautiful one out there would be for a wedding or something. Um, so there's that. And then there's a couple of the moderns, which are the really big paintings you see in there. Uh, some are oil and some, I think all three of them are oil paintings actually. There's a lot of uh, paintings of the Golden Temple. It's the most, basically most sacred like, place for us and there's paintings of like the gurus which were leaders who like guide like guided us towards Sikhi and they you know introduced it to us and it's it's not very important though the gurus the ten gurus are i mean we, we don't pray to them but they're the ones who showed us the way so they are very important in Sikhism and its history but the gurus they're not um, fictitious. These were real people. They have history and they walked on the planet and they spoke with people. Their first and foremost thing was that they did not walk the caste system and they didn't, you know, women were equal to men. Everybody of every caste was Everyone equal. Everyone of every religion, they, race, equal. So. They created the temple or the, you know, the golden temple, which has other names that the Sikh people use and that's pretty much our common, you know, Western way of calling it. They feed at that temple, uh, about 100,000 people a day. And it doesn't matter where you come from or who you are, and they will feed you if you need a meal. So it's really important uh, what they, what Guru Nanak started, and then they just added onto it, added onto it. And at one point, the physical gurus, they didn't hand it down to another person, they wrote it all up in-, in The current guru, but- But it's yeah. a book, you know, it's, it's like I'm reading the Bible yeah. instead of listening to Jesus, if that's how, how you see the world. This book exists now that speaks to all of the Sikh people and anybody who's interested about what Sikhism is about mm -hmm. and what their tenets are and their ethos. I picked the miniatures because I was fascinated with the color and the detail. So I picked those because of their relevance of the story of the gurus, but also for their beauty. I just think they're magnificent. It's really interesting to me that all the moderns are huge. Like those paintings are 60 inches by 90 inches. The miniatures, on the other hand, are literally between like seven, seven inches by 10 inches, eight inches by 12 inches, very tiny and really, really, really intricate. And then you look at the, the moderns and they're so giant and, and they just wash with color and they're not detailed. They're just these feelings, like these just, just unbelievable. Yeah. But. But what I see in the modern painting is interesting and the color and the vibrancy reminds me of the, uh, the Bulkare mm -hmm. that, that was stitched um, in those bright, bright colors. 
Are there any really reoccurring themes or symbols that usually occur in, in CPAR or that CPAR that's here? I'd say from an outsider's point of view, one of the things I notice, and I put it together in this timeline, is patterns. Uh, it typically comes out of their agricultural background. So if you look at wheat or if you look at corn or if you look at the different things they grow, they'll they'll kind of weave that into things, but they'll create a pattern for it. Mm. So you'll see repetitive patterns that kind of come out of that agricultural background, which I think is interesting. And you'll see, you know, around, uh, for borders around things or, or in the fabrics, like I just said, but other than that, like what I see is just the you know paintings, the gurus, and the gurus, and the golden temple. But and playing that. music, um, I notice music is a lot of, and there's a lot of elephant writing. <laughs> it might have been my personal taste when I was curating. <laughs> and then we're sitting here in the annex, which is a smaller portion of the larger part of the gallery. And in here, I created a timeline which tells the story of how and why, like when the Sikhs came in the late 1800s into California, mostly from Canada. Um, so when I started researching and curating the exhibit for the, for the art, uh, one thing I always, always like to do because this is a campus gallery is to bring that artwork into something more modern and, and, and relevant for today. Like, well, this is beautiful artwork, but why Sikhs? Like, who are these people? Um, and so I thought it would be really nice to bring them with this timeline to America and to California so that people could see. And it goes all the way up to modern, uh, back during COVID here, this this last bit of the timeline, the Khalsa. Yeah, the Khalsa Care Foundation. Uh, that picture actually is uh, of my local Gurdwara, like the one that I've been, you know, basically grew up at. And, and what is a Gurdwara? A Gurdwara is, uh, it's our temple, it's a Sikh temple, it's where we practice, you know, practice our faith and everything. You know, for years we've had, you know, a Friday food pantry, which is, you know, we give food to the community. And during COVID, uh, there was like every day, for like Monday, Monday to Friday, there would be like, you know, for like three hours, people would just be, you know, packing boxes of food to give away to like, homeless shelters and you know anybody who needs them and it was actually something amazing and I'm very proud to be here and like you know just like it's just you are representing yes on I'm the representing the gallery. exactly a core part of Sikhism is seva which is you know basically means doing stuff for the like the good of the others which is why you know for there's so many gurdwaras and so many like sick people doing the most they can to help others to help it's called the Sangat, which is the people. Yeah, and it's very, you know, put others before yourselves type thing. It's absolutely beautiful. And I'm, you know, very happy to be a part of this gallery and to kind of represent everything. And it's just, yeah, it's amazing. You know, but I, I do think that it's important to uh, represent because not many people know about like Sikhism and, you know, who we are and they just see us as like, you know, people with turbans and people with long hair, but nobody ever understands and realizes that there's a larger history at, you know. It was originally brought here through the Asian Studies program. It's a really important collection of artwork that is privately owned. Uh, the Kapani Collection, C-A-P-A-N-Y, uh, which was collected by Dr. Narendra Kapani and his wife, Satinder. Dr. Kapani was the, he's known as the father of fiber optics. Also, Dr. Kapani did work here at UCSC. Mm -hmm. So he did a tremendous amount of, of really amazing work and 
with a lot of his um, money, he collected art. For him, it did represent his culture. It represented Sikhism. So we were very, very fortunate to have Professor Sohota, who works here on campus, approach me and say, uh, and bring this to my attention that we had access to this and that he would like to, to know if he could put this exhibit up in our gallery. And I didn't know anything about it at the time. I mean, I knew the Sikhs were, and I knew they wore turbans and had long hair. That's all I knew. Um, but I was really excited to do it's it's really my goal to broaden the horizons of students here and to bring as much knowledge to them that isn't typical all the time through art um, and to find commonalities. Since this exhibit has been put in place, what things have students been saying about it? I've heard from people on campus that aren't Sikh, you know, the Asian cultures and things that are thrilled too to see something that's not Eurocentric. Mm -hmm. We've had quite a few off-campus visitors, like mm -hmm. adults that have come in that are Sikh and they've showed up and I thought that they would think, well, oh, yeah, this is our history. It's like, whatever. And they're so, so happy with this. And they're so excited and interested in looking at this and seeing like their life up on the wall, their history, like, like to inform people about this. So that really thrills me because I thought this was more for people that didn't know Sikh at all. So to hear that um, come back from them is really wonderful. Hopefully when more students come, what do you hope they get from this exhibit? Well, I mean, I just hope they learn, you know, more about who sick people are and what they've done, what they are doing, you know, even today. So, yeah, I would just hope they'd spread more information about who we are. Thanks for listening to this episode of Slugcast. Seek Art in America is on display until March 5th. If you're interested in viewing the exhibition, the Smith Gallery is open Tuesday through Saturday from noon to 5 p.m. and on Thursdays from noon to 7. The gallery also hosts free art Fridays every single week. This episode is part of a new interview series covering the many student-run clubs and organizations on campus. Stay tuned for this series and all things UCSC.